everyone and welcome to another episode of Loud and Curious with Krista Rosa. I am here with the co-curators and the creators of the THNK 1994 Museum, most recently notable for um, David's Dead, a celebration of Tiffany Pollard um, that is a museum that um, is featuring an exhibit about Tiffany Pollard, aka I Love New York. Um, So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Uh, I'm Matt. I'm um, Viviana. Yeah, and we run this uh, gallery slash museum. Um, we have our permanent collection, which is all Tanya Harding, Nancy Kerrigan art artifacts. Yes, uh, which we'll get into very, very soon. And then we've done a few exhibits. This is our eighth exhibit, this exhibit right now. And you recently had T- Tiffany Pollard herself come to the exhibit for the opening, correct? Yes. That was amazing. That was the because we've done exhibits on like Kim Cattrall, Olsen Twins. Um, This is the first time that we have um, gotten a celebrity to come. Yeah, and uh, it couldn't have been cooler. She couldn't have been cooler. Sister Patterson came as well. That's like on a level that like I aspire to to have. It was like Like, just so you know, like it was like amazing, amazing, right? Like you guys were like over the moon that she was that she showed up right no i was shocked i mean i was it, to meet sister patterson is is one of the craziest things that as i mean it's like it's it's hard to imagine something that i would want more i mean i really do yeah. don't like it was with that because that sh- new york goes to hollywood was my favorite show and then her and sister pat it was only her and sister patterson and i remember watching it and just being like who are these people they are so great uh and then just to meet her mom is like i mean it's a dream and it's i mean i literally when i think of her i think of when she's like one, when she was, like, getting in a fight with, like, someone else's parent, right? Am yeah. I thinking about that right? Mm-hmm. She got in a fight like that and also on I Love New York whenever they go to the church and she's just screaming praise him really, really loud and yeah. they, like, make the effect of, like, like screen cracking. <laughs> and, like, she, I just, like, can't get that out of my head. And, like, everyone that was, like, alive at the time, like, knew who New York and her mom were. So it's, like, that is insane that you actually got to, like, meet them. Yeah, when She is such a uh, pillar of reality TV, one hundred percent. She uh, she she's so aspirational because she's so confident. She always has the right thing to say. Um, she comes over the top of her head. She like she's so in control and she's so vulnerable at the same time. And I think that paved the way for so many like tropes in reality TV to come. And she was there in the golden age, the VH1 times, you know. Yeah. And I mean, it's just like the dream. Like, oh, I, how many people like got on one of those shows and was like, oh, maybe I'll spin into something else. And it's like, well, no, you know. Yeah. Like, well, and, but she just she built an empire. She changed like she and we say here that Tiffany Pollard invented the Internet. Um, and we and do we have a it. shirt that says that yeah. uh, at our <laughs> website. But um, we do think she did. Like, I mean, you cannot go on Twitter without seeing her gifts. Um, and it's it, people, you know, use it as a language. Um, we got so excited about uh, David's dead because we had just started watching Celebrity Big Brother. And when we first saw that, and if those not familiar, it's when David Bowie died, and Tiffany Pollard was at the um, Celebrity Big Brother UK. Um, in the house was also Angie Bowie and David Guest. It's seven minutes of pure chaos where they don't know who David who's dead. And like also like. M- there's like two minutes where they th- she thinks that it's her her like co-star and then she finds out that it's not and then they yeah. s- they're still like 
five minutes of that of her, them all being so freaked out and be and like not understanding even though everyone's like no they're not talking about this person and everyone's like has sorted it out they're still like so worked up about it in the way that i'm like this doesn't make a lick of sense but it's like it's so amazing your insanity it's the pinnacle of reality tv I think you're. I think it's the chaos is there because I think she's. You know, she comes from like when she when she was on these shows. This is like a big show that she had done past like the biggest one past like Flavor of Love and I Love New York, where like people would do like really kind of shady things on those shows. Yeah. So I think in her mind she's thinking this might be something that this woman's making up to like fuck like, with me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also the fact that she's in a totally different country and who knows how they run their reality shows there. So yeah, I think true. For a second she was, could have thought like, I mean, they might be killing people. On this <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't want to be in this house if that's what they're doing. You know, and that's like very terrifying. So I think she was like all that happening. And then in, right at the end of the seven minutes, there's that famous gif of her smoking outside and then she's giggling to herself because I think even she realizes like, oh, that was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> and also like, whoops. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so let's, so that was like amazing. And wasn't there like a fight? Like didn't like a fight break out like minutes after they came here and stuff? And yeah. Um, Sister Patterson came first and went upstairs. And then um, one of Tiffany's friends um, who uh, had come to see her, he was like a little drunk and he tried to go upstairs. And Sister Patterson was like, he can come up when Tiffany's here if she wants. And Tiffany came in um, and then her entrance was amazing. Then she walks back like to the VIP area and she's got like a whole team of people. And then her like her manager or something, um, he was like at the back. And then the guy was like a little drunk, tried to go up to the VIP area and they got into a kerfuffle. Um, And uh, it was like shocking because like. You don't know. It's like, is this like, is this like stage? Is like this real? Like, what's happening? Plus, like, you just never know. Even like in general, when there's just random fights and not people that are on re- like reality yeah. stars, it's no. like you're always like, oh, like, haha. But then you're like, oh wait, never mind. What? what? Yeah. Like, you know, it's yeah. like you're caught off guard. And also, it's like it was like such a packed space, so it just like felt like even more chaotic. Um, and then he kind of there was a dangling up the, from the balcony, uh, so we were like kind of freaking out. And then um, Tiffany handled it so well. She kicked her manager out. She got a drink for the guy who, like, was her friend. Just so, like, he was, like, happy. And then she's like, oh, my God, I'm embarrassed. And then somebody, it was quiet. It was like, you couldn't, it was so quiet. Everybody was in here. Yeah. It was so quiet. And uh, somebody yelled, we love you, Tiffany. And then she's like, okay. And then, like, and then, just like, like, the party starts. Yeah. As as, yeah, it happened. It was over <laughs> as soon as it began. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so I want to go back to, like, the beginning. Like, how you guys met each other. You were former roommates. I'm not going to actually try. I'm not going to guess. I'm just going to let you tell me. But you, how you guys met and, like, did you bond? I'm assuming that you probably bonded over a love of pop culture and reality television, but why don't you guys tell me? Well, we met, we, we were both performers at the UCB, and then we moved in together, and no, we were both at that point, no, we, like, I had gotten cut from a team, and she had a sketch other just ended, so we just, nobody wanted to work with us. We were the only people we would, like, hang out with, really. And we moved in to an apartment, and then we, uh, like, a month after moving in, watched this documentary about Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan. The, s- the, the wh- Price of Gold uh, by Nanette Burstein. It's a great documentary, and we watched that and then just wouldn't shut up about it. For like weeks, yeah, and then Viviana uh, worked overnight, so her schedule was all weird, and she would be up at in like at like five a.m. a lot of the time. And around then, she said she got she knocked on my door and said, "I want to turn the hallway of our apartment into the Tanya Harding Nancy Kerrigan Museum." And Matt said, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> How did you th- think of that idea? Like, what was the idea behind it? Um, well, Matt was working at the nine eleven museum at the time, and um, I, I, we just kind of like we're texting back and forth about Tanya and Nancy, and then he was like, "Nobody at the museum." wants to um, 
talk about Tanya and Nancy right now because it's like in the Netflix world, you know, we don't watch things at the same time as other people. And it was the 9-11 museum. And it was the 9-11 <laughs> museum. Yeah, like, like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, LOL, you're making it the uh, uh, Tanya and Nancy museum. And then like at like 4 a.m. the next day, I was like, whoa. Because we <laughs> you were like, hold on. <laughs> hold on a second. Because <laughs> um, we had a 25-foot-long hallway and um, we were like, oh, we got to put art up there so we don't look like serial killers. And then so we were like, Oh, LOL, won't it be funny if we make this very long hallway a museum and we like we're like we're like, oh, we'll do it, we'll be so cute and like uh when, when our hookups come over, we'll be like it's a Tony This is like museum. our museum that we have. Yeah, that's hilarious. So we like did like a Kickstarter um to like cause raise like seventy five dollars to blow up pictures and uh, apparently there was a need for the museum. It went it went viral. Um, people started wanting to make art for it. Um, people wanted to come because the whole the other idea was like, oh, we're going to have like strangers in our apartment, and I think that was titillating. To yes. People, but <laughs> what was what year was this? That was 2015. Okay. And then, um, yeah, when we we eventually when people were like giving us like things that they had held for years, then we were like, well, we would have to be total assholes to not make it as nice as we can. So you basically were like, let's do this like funny thing where we like put up pictures in our hallway, and people were like. Oh my God, you're act, you're gonna do this. Here's like artwork that I've done, or I want to do artwork. So basically, like you ha- was like, here's this small little thing, and then basically, from what I'm hearing, like people were like coming in by the droves, being like, oh, wait, you're gonna do this. I have like a thing to add. I have a thing to add. Yeah, I have a thing to add. there was like apparently, like we didn't we didn't realize at the time, but of course there was there was, like there was a figure skating community, you know, who were like, oh my God, this is so fun, and like people just wanted to. It's kind of like um who who shot JFK. Like people want to talk yeah. about where they were. Yeah. You know, not who shot. Where were you when the president was shot? Yeah. You know, who shot? <laughs> who yeah. shot? Well, we who don't shot? know. We don't know. It's not our business. <laughs> Nobody our will business. ever know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, people were, like were ready to talk about it, and um, and then yeah, it just kind of snowballed from there. We like met so many artists, and then we like it was like cool because like it did get a lot of press, so we kind of had a platform um, like for artists, and like we one that we met through there was Laura Collins. She had like submitted something. Uh, she had drawn Tanya's mugshot. And then so, like, we, we had run uh, for two years uh, just weekend tours in our hallway. Like, people would come from all over. Like, it was like, you know, we'd make appointments, and then they'd come upstairs. Like, at first, we were like, oh, we'll meet them downstairs in case they're going to kill us. Yeah. But then at the t- you just give them the button. Then you were like, whatever. Just like, get up here. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the artists we met was Laura Collins. And on Instagram, like, a few months later, we saw that she was, like, she had this painting of an Olsen twin hiding behind this, like, giant Birkin bag. And we were like, hi, what is this? And she was like, I'm doing a series, Olsen Twins from the Hiding from the Paparazzi. And we're like, what are you doing with it? And she's like, I don't know. And we're like, well, that belongs in a museum. And then we realized we have a museum. And that's kind of like how it started, started to like, like snowball. Well, I mean, it seems like it, there's like such a need for this. And then you guys were fulfilling that need to like showcase this yeah, kind of stuff. I think like the, like when we think about art galleries, because we don't come from an art background originally, um, I think like there were so many like because we were in Williamsburg, like so many art galleries you saw like you just like you didn't feel cool enough to go in there, um, and it's just like so you're just not partaking in it. So like, well, and it's like a solemn kind of thing. Yeah, like you go there and you look at it and you're like paying attention, but like no one's talking. Like it's all like yeah. it's very quiet. Like there was there's one not too far from here that I just went in like when I came to see this exhibit recently and I w- was walking home and and went to a different one and it was just like 
pin drop. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like quiet. There's like maybe one other person in there. Yeah. And it was just like very quiet and not like, whereas like I came in here and you guys were like sitting there waiting and like wanted to tell me all about it. And we had got to talk <laughs> and I was like, oh, I like sent Dorinda this picture of this uh, <laughs> painting that you guys have and like blah, blah, blah. And we got to like chat and, mm-hmm. and it was like an inviting space rather than it just being like a solemn like, yeah. Oh, I'm just here. I am like yeah. to like look at art. Yeah, like, I think you know? like with like the Olsons one, especially like girls like came in from Westchester, from New Jersey, like who like were so excited to like come and like just meet other people who were interested in the thing that they were interested in, and um, so we like uh, that's like a big pillar of what we do is like we want to be accessible. We want like. I mean, if you're into it, come here. You're going to, like, be able to have a conversation, especially at our events. You're going to be able to have a conversation with someone. Um, and it's, like, so interesting when, like, girls, like, bring, like, when straight girls bring their boyfriends because, like, they're so excited that, like, they get to talk about housewives with somebody, like, you know. Yeah, that's not their and boyfriend. Then, that's, like, <laughs> yeah, shut like, the fuck up about Boyfriend is usually just, like, rolling his eyes, like, could not be more disgusted. And it's just, like, get out. He, she wants to be here. Yeah. You wait outside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trim the fat is what I say. Yeah. <laughs> um, what so then you go from doing it in your hallway what is then are you immediately like oh my god this could become a business or are you guys like not immediately we did it we had it in our hallway we both had full-time jobs we were doing like a lot of like weekend tours and then um when we saw the olsen twins uh paintings we wanted to not do it in our hallway uh because we wanted to do events and stuff and like make it easier to get to because we did have some it was a third floor walk-up there's no elevator yeah um and so we rented out a space for that one a pop-up i guess as they call it it was an old doctor's office in williamsburg which was the only place they called us back yeah and they didn't want to know what we were doing with it (laughs) they just wanted we were going to use it for two weeks and then so we uh and it had a hallway which i think is made selling point was that was like oh that makes sense because we were coming from a hallway it was a hallway with like little exam rooms off of it and like had a two-way mirror it was yeah so filthy like i'm sure it was was like oh my god but it felt like a museum yeah it was like little rooms like a little like when you're at the met there's like little rooms yeah (laughs) like we had like an (laughs) installation that was like mary kate's wedding with the bowls and bowls of cigarettes and you could just peek in and it was like yeah cute we had um uh, Elisa Vanderpump confessional stump where you could like talk into our Snapchat and like under painting of Lisa Vanderpump. And then like we met all these artists who want to get involved and like and the more artists we met, they're like, oh, we're like, we should do more shows, you know? Um, but at we, that point we weren't like so like, we weren't even charging on the business part. Yeah, we didn't charge. We were like, we didn't even think to like put out a mailing list or anything because we worked because we both had jobs and so then we would work right up until the point of like opening it to make like the cigarettes look right and then yeah and then we just be there and like say hi to everybody who came in for sure but no no thought to like like any of the business side of it but then it went really well yeah and we're like okay well now that we've done it twice yeah figure some stuff out and are people like jumping at the bit to help you like i feel that like if i would have like heard of this i'd be like oh my god i will do whatever you need me to do this is hilarious yeah it's been so collaborative it's been so cool like people just come and like help us like put things up take things down you know we meet people who want to do events like i mean and we're like we're so open to all art whether it's like an oil painting or whether it's a diorama you know we like it's like it's it's stronger if like it it like the community feels like involved and like it like everyone like has a part of it you know yeah um we didn't like start like we didn't get the llc and stuff which um we learned how to do off of housewives yeah you, I, you told me that literally you, like ramona and sonia were in like a business meeting quote unquote yeah. and <laughs> which like sonia in the city don't even ask me like business meetings I've <laughs> anyway um that you basically you were watching real houses in new york and you were like oh this is everything that i need to know to start a business it's from ramona singer's mouth ramona's like get a business to get get a checking account get no. an llc 
get a tax ID number. And so we're like, that's what we got to do. Because we realized at that point, that was 2016. And we were like, well, we either have to stop doing this or we have to figure out how to make money on it. Yeah. And so that's when we started our, our gift shop. And we put like art on like lunch boxes and kimonos. Um, we like did all these fun products like aura sprays. And just recently, we started our T-shirt line. I have a very, very full cart on your website <laughs> of the T-shirts, and I'm like literally looking through them, and I'm like, do I want like a white version of this or like a black version of this? Do I want like this one? And I'm like, but I also might want this version of it as well. <laughs> blah, blah blah. And Hassan is literally like, oh my god, like just buy it. And I'm like, well, I don't know what I want, like. Um, and yeah, the, your t-shirts are amazing and I need to literally go home after this and, buy, and ma- place my order. Matt because is modeling it is our, um, Brittany's yeah. Instagram is art t-shirts. Um, we also have cast Joan Cusack more, which is a big, big seller. And we just dropped Tiffany Pollard invented the internet. Yes. And then we have prints of all the art and it's cool. Cause like we get to like split it with the artists, you know, and like we, we've learned so much together because like we came from like a comedy scene and they're coming from like an art gallery scene and like they're teaching us and like we're like, yeah. you know, we're just all figuring it out together. So it's been like really fun. Um, and yeah, so like th- then uh, we moved. Oh, yeah. So then we saw after Olsen Twins and right after we did the gift shop, we're like, OK, pop up spaces are really hard to come by because yeah. I think they're easier now. But like, you know, people didn't call us back. and We're like, oh, on top of we can't do them in our apartment. Well, and also it's hard whenever you're like, we're two people that are just randomly trying to do this random thing. And they're like, yeah. what? But yeah. like if you're like, oh, we're a museum, then mm-hmm. you're like, they're like, oh, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just <laughs> Hello, all like, yeah. even the, you know what I mean? Even though it's just the two of you running the whole thing. It's like that to me is more credible. And that's like a random business. will be like, oh, yeah, like whatever. You're going to do like some exhibit. Whereas like it being like, we're just roommates that like want to have this funny <laughs> like, thing. Right. Kooky. Like it's just like legitimized so much more yeah. now that you guys are no, like on the map and very in the in the know. If we just if I had like a suit and then you had like some sort of like uh, like a bandage dress and yeah. then we showed up everywhere like people were just like oh here you go yeah yeah here, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put that on the Amazon wish list. Yeah. <laughs> um, what is so then basically you just what happens you guys are just like oh, we yeah. need to monetize so this actually, and like yeah so we we did our gift shop and then we were gonna we knew we we're gonna do our third exhibit. Um, uh, on Kim Cattrall, this YouTube video of her doing scat poetry. I, I've heard it. If you haven't do- seen it out there, watch there, it immediately. One of the best, my favorite podcasts of all time, and also one of the best uh, podcast bitch sesh. I don't know mm. if you are aware. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, they played it once that when the whole like Twitter war between the two of them was oh going my God, on. Yeah, oh they my. played it at the end of an episode, or they did like a special thing, and it was it was horrifying. <laughs> that video is. <laughs> nightmare fuel but I mean it's (laughs) high level performance art yes yeah um and it's uh yeah and we we had actually pitched that to another gallery before we like really knew what we were doing and they like absolutely did not call us back (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we're like we get a lot of press this is what it would be and then just like get out of here and so we like knew we so we were like okay we'll have to do a pop-up but then we saw this space and it was advertised as a live workspace and it was just like a few hundred dollars more than our apartment. And so yeah. we're like, let's live in a store. Um, it does not have a kitchen, uh, but 7-Eleven is across the street. And we were like, oh, let's do it because like we can um, just do exhibit after exhibit after exhibit. And so that's that was in March of last year. Yes. So we've been here a full year. Yes. Just recently. Yeah. And now what's the – what – um. You were telling me the other day that like now you guys are soon going to be doing pop-ups again, correct? We're, I mean, there's we're going to figure that out this week. We're either yeah. going to stay here and do another slate or 
will um, leave the space at the end of August and like just do pop ups. Um, so stay tuned because we figure things out as we go. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really quickly, what like we can do a little section. I would love to hear like what are some things that you learned about business, or what are some things that you guys learned like from do it from like in, from like incorporating and like doing all the LLC stuff. Oh, what yeah, are some yeah. things that you learned? If we from, were to give advice, oh yeah, yeah, um, like okay, just do QuickBooks like from the start immediately, immediately, and then because like we like just did our taxes ourselves, and like we had to like. Uh, like do all like the uh, you had to like, claim all we, your shit right well, we had to, we hadn't like um like figured out where everything was going so we had to do that all in like one week and we almost just died yeah know? yeah um so do quick because like you know like and in the beginning you may be like oh look I've made a little uh, Google fold drive folder that has like some things just just keep it all keep it all there you know figure it out yeah do, do, don't don't let that slip yeah um uh what else um. I'm trying to think of things. <laughs> I don't know if you, we're yet even following this, but like maybe limit the um, the amount of platforms that you're receiving. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah don't take yeah one. yeah. Just <laughs> like do don't like be like oh we accept PayPal and this and that and yeah. this and that because just do one thing. Keep things real simple because like Make you think you have you have so much energy in the beginning and then it but it <laughs> and then you're like oh wait what's everything. my like fucking PayPal password yeah. like, yeah. fuck like yeah. or oh, what's our like and this each yeah. one like has for a different yeah. like um, way of reporting what did you have like made through it or like what how there's how it's going. Each one has a completely different system. That then doesn't it? They, it just they don't match up at the end. Yeah, it reminds me of like my own taxes because I'm a freelance freelancer. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like this company paid me this way. So it's like that I have to do this for that. And yeah. then like, but this company like half of it was like a, a loan out or blah blah blah. And like I have to do that way. It's like yeah. a nightmare whenever I have to do my taxes. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And I think running a business it can be like the most satisfying thing in the world. And it can it's just also like just some days you're just like you feel like you have jumped off of a cliff and you're like what. Did I do this. No, were you saying you, there's like this some article you read where somebody was like who started business like they woke up and they were always just like um, I know exactly what I'm gonna do. Yeah, <laughs> like they're, yeah. They're just like I'm gonna make this happen and make this thing next thing. But that's like you know then you're like like a Jessica Chastain character. I feel yeah, like, yeah. It's like not realistic. Super like you're five yeah. steps ahead of everything, and you know. But like we, I feel like we've always like trying to be like we keep we th- we made a lot of mistakes, but I feel like we've learned from all of them. We've learned yeah, from right? all of them, yeah. and like just know that like I mean you have to give it like uh, I mean like don't think you're going to have like a really successful relationship, you know, while you're building a business, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean like it just every, or like that you're going to like be able to call your family every week, you know, it's like, um, yeah. So it's like, just, just know that it's like a, it's a big thing. Um, also like, um, I, you know, I don't be afraid to ask for help and like from people who've done it and like, um, because like it, it, they, they do not, it's a bureaucracy. Like they don't make it easy, you know, to do these things. So like, there's like, some things you have to do that you're just like, what? But don't be afraid to ask. Because, like, that's how we can build each other up, you know? Yeah. And watch a lot of Jessica Chastain movies that amp you the fuck up. And Ramona. <laughs> yeah, and watch, watch that, that scene where, like, yeah. Ramona's giving Sonia <laughs> advice because she's giving it to you, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? What else is it that, like... At the end of the day, like, why is it... Why did you guys make this? Or, like, why... Why... What is the sad like the satisfaction at the end of the day? Like, what is it like? 
we get, I mean, for this exhibit in particular, it was so satisfying to meet, like, we put an open call, so we met, like, artists that we hadn't worked with before, and, you know, one of them was at the opening, and she saw, like, it was the first time she had sold two pieces, and they sold, like, immediately. She got to be at an opening where Tiffany Pollard showed up. Yeah, like, uh, the muse of the, of of the, the, sh- of, like, the, the show. show, and it was, yeah. like, it was the coolest moment in my life, for sure, and then, like, you know, and then she got to, like, have that experience, like, just immediately, and she was, she stayed till the end, and just, like, being, like, able to, like, help make that happen is, like... Uh, that feels so great yeah. and we like l- want to do more of that because I think you know we know what our skills are and then that mostly of that is like just like shouting about something until people listen and making people like you know like yeah this pay attention to this and like yeah uh, um, I think know what we think is like art that maybe other people don't and I feel like we're we're very persistent and like people what it is yeah Yeah. be persistent (laughs) i think we started the company or like started like thinking like oh this is what we want to do um for our business uh because like we're we're best friends like like we met like in like a low point in our lives and we just like spent like six months just like building each other up and like watching housewives and like chain smoking and like being on tinder and just like kind of like validating each other yeah but just like have it it's like that time when you're like oof like Like, it's just not good right now yeah Yeah. I know it's just yeah such a dark place yeah but like having each other having each other was everything and then like um getting to like I don't know, create a space where it's like, because um, like we also come like from like a, a community that's like at the time, I think like if you were into pop culture or something, it's just like, oh, that's not, that's not like, you know, cool, you know? Yeah, yeah unless it was like a Star Wars reference or something, but anything else was like, oh, that doesn't make, that's stupid. That's like trash. Reality TV is trash. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, I mean, this is something that we're into and it, that gives it value, you know? And then like getting to like, like just take that element and like give it to other people where it's like oh I've been obsessed with this thing forever like I've usually been embarrassed to talk about it with people but like oh no no no, it has value I have value like these are my people this is my tribe like to like give that to like even one person is like oh that's so cool like it'd be it'd be we cannot stop you know and at the end of the day we just like really like working together and like we just love to meet everybody who like comes to the doors, you know. And so w- the bottom line was like, we're trying to just be sustainable, and so far it's worked. And it's fun when like you know we, we see that there's like an exhibit at the Brooklyn Museum about David Bowie, and then uh, I think our immediate reaction is like, well, like for I mean, Tiffany Pollard is like our version. You're of David, David Bowie, Bowie. yeah. I mean, yeah. and so then it's like, well, hey, that's not fair. That's not right. And I think that like um, motivates us a lot. Yeah. That we really do. It's not like a joke. Like we, I really she's like a huge part of my life you know like these people yeah. are like big parts of our lives and we do believe like what we're like oh we're i like still to this day like quote all the time like um my friend eric and i will always like quote when she was in the reu- the, the the reunion of the first season whenever she's like my ass been on pause but i'm finna <laughs> press play in a motherfucking millisecond <laughs> like i say that daily to like she, about nothing she yeah. just said that she yeah. just said like oh yeah her, like, that the, was just off the cuff there like, are scenes with her and her mom that it's like you couldn't you could you could be like a like go to like yale school of uh, like writing drama Dra- drama writing drama writing <laughs> and you would never no, come yeah. close to like writing the things that they say to each other they are characters that could not be written in there just like and they are doing it all themselves they're like saying all this stuff not only that but especially at the beginning with these shows like they're not getting the treatment I don't think on those shows that are, like a lot of people on reality shows now get where it's like you know they just somebody's like get over there and now we're putting a camera in your face and they managed to, to still make something that is so still watchable such a piece of art and so like uh, unlike anything else that you would see like if you compare them to like any other reality show from the time I mean like you're not finding like people of that like uh, level 
uh, on like a, the uh, Rock of Love. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, there's there's fun stuff there. But Not like, as it's good. Like, no. Nothing's nowhere, this, ne- like, nowhere near. No, yeah. no. And like it's like how is like this art different from like because like it's it comes from a fan art thing, you know? But like that's something people were so moved to do by their love for someone that they're going to make something, you know? But, like, how is it different from, like, you know, statues of Greek gods, you know? And why are we still looking at that? These are our Greek gods now, celebrities. Yeah. And it's, like, and, like, every show we do, we try to do it um, ever since, like, Tanya Nancy and then Olsen Twins. um, We just kind of figured our mission statement would be, like, um, you know, women who are, like, super, super confident and because of that um, are just, like, totally demonized, you know? Are like just like uh, like just totally pushed aside, and that in a way that you wouldn't do with a man, you know. Yeah. And even though like we've done it quite a few times now, it still feels like okay, we are like the only one, like it's like no. it's not it's not a norm yet. Like I mean, Brooklyn Museum doing David Bowie, like they're doing a pop culture thing, but that's like the safest thing you can do. Like I don't think anybody's gonna say. Anything about David Bowie, you know? It's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, except that, like, he slept with the fourteen. I think, and I think something. <laughs> I mean, I could talk about this forever, <laughs> but like the, the thought of, and especially from working on Housewives, like, like these are people, and the reason that I think that they're so successful is because these are people that are are like living their truth, and also just like. I don't care if everyone in the world fucking despises me. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care if I'm the, if I walk into a restaurant and everyone boos me because I'm that hated. Like, this is who I am. I'm loud. I'm annoying. I'm this, I'm that. And I'm fucking myself. And bye. Like, anyway, if you don't like me, cool. Anyway, like, I don't need to, like, I don't need your approval and I don't need that. And like, it's such a, I mean, I could, I mean, this is a whole nother tangent of like, of like women are so conditioned to like be likable and be nice mm-hmm. and be caring and be, and be like hospitable and be like almost second to like the pe- like the alpha males. And, and it's so funny to like, that like something, and especially to like a lot of people that like I work in, I was working in doc- more documentary television and they were just like, oh my God, the real housewives. Like that's like the most like unfeminist thing you could ever like work on. And I was like, well, it's actually the most like the, I was like, I was like, if you really think about it, like you don't like them because they're not what you think about when you think about like upstanding citizens or mm-hmm. you think that like they're allowed to be whoever they're allowed to be exactly themselves and you're against that. So like, mm-hmm. what does that say about you more yeah. than like, what does it say about them? Yeah. They're loud Every and they're annoying. Every episode passes and the Bechdel test. And also, yeah. <laughs> yes. That most recent episode on New York when they all wake up and they're hungover and that it's like, uh, I think it's like Bethany, Luann and Sonia are in like the Berkshires they wake up they're hungover and they're like talking about like oh my god I want to go to a spa is Betty Ford open I remember you watch it it's like my whole body like uh, gets energized and then it's like oh because I never see this ever like uh, where it's just like they're having a good fucking time yeah and that's all it is and it's women that age and it's like you just don't nobody else you don't oh, see it ever or it's Sonia like, giving her speech to her facialist about um how you need to do like 24 <laughs> hours like in like when she literally basically telling her facialist how to juggle men and how to like be with all of them at the same time but yet not be with any of them at the same yeah. time yeah. and like that's like art that literally again like as I said before we started recording like watching them film an episode of reality television is watching Serena Williams play tennis like that is <laughs> yeah. art in motion <laughs> I never I didn't watch Housewives like forever like Matt turned me on to Housewives, which is like good job. It's such Thank like you. a good and I, like, my initial reaction was like that's that's stupid, you know. Yeah. And like the first one he had me watch was like Beverly Hills, and um, I just got out of like a very like abusive relationship, and like watching like the Taylor story storyline unfold, it's just like it was amazing because like number one you do not see women with money 
you know what I mean, in this situation. Yeah. It's like this microcosm of like how like people do react to it because they're like, well, we don't know, you know, let's not say it. You know, even like this low, this woman's like having coming coming completely undone, you know? Yeah. And you were like getting like such an eagle eye view on it. And like I mean, like, that can, like, just, like, show... If, like, if like she had such a hard time getting out of it, then, like, yeah, women without money, like, it's, like, like 50 billion times harder, you know? And so it's, like, I do think, like, you do that. And, like, the other thing I love is, like, um, women who, like, come on, like, married, and they go through the Oh, divorce. and they're, like, I'm coming on this show just to fucking get rid of my husband. Yeah, exactly. Oh, 100%. And then, like, they become, like, oh, yeah, they're, like, Phoenix. I need the world... I need the cameras on me so I could they can see how my husband's a fucking douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. Like, every single at, one. Like, Portia first season, and, like, Portia now, like, she was just... She was, like, just, like, a little baby bird who was so scared, you know? And she was, like, just nothing. She was a nothing. She... She evolved. Makes me pee my pants in a way that I've never thought. <laughs> yeah. And, like, oh, my... God they and it is it it's so true about this about the fact of like now like people are always like, oh real how well first of all I always drop the bomb on people I'm like you do understand that it's called Real Housewives because at the time of it airing Desperate Housewives was the biggest show yeah, on television yeah, 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 and yeah. the reason that they hold apples or they hold a thing is because in the beginning of, of Desperate Housewives they're all holding a, like Eve's apple oh, shut yeah. up. that's why they do that because like the thing about Desperate Housewives they're all like naked <laughs> and it's like the snake and then it's yeah. literally them all holding apples Oh my god! Yeah, like because it's like Adam and Eve. Like that's literally why the Real Housewives all hold something whenever they're in the beginning. Yeah, because that's like it, at the time, Desperate Housewives was the biggest show, and like my mom and I watched it like from the beginning. Like my mom and I watched Newlyweds. My mom, and I <laughs> oh my god, yes, Viva La Bam. My mom and I watched <laughs> fucking all the shows. Like every reality show, my mom and I were like obsessed with it. Like all of the I Love New York, all of the flavor of all the VH1 things, like the surreal life, all that stuff. My mom and I were. Are, Completely obsessed with it. Watched every Housewives from the very beginning. My mom and I have seen every ep- single episode of every single, like, every friend, like city, basically. And it's one of those things where you see these people and it's like, how many, how many shows can you say that you've watched people, like, go from one point in their life to, like, another decade of their life and yeah. just see, like, their the progression of their friendships over the seasons, yeah. over the years. And, like, again, they're all married. They're all, like, I'm, like, a wife and I'm gonna I kind of have a business. Like, kind of, like, Dorit's, like, fucking swimsuit. Yeah. I'm gonna get the fuck out of here. Like... Like, oh, I'm going to kind of have a business, so I'm, like, independent of my husband. To now, they're all independent. None of them are really married anymore. Mm -hmm. They're all on their own. They're all making all their own money, and they're all way more successful than they were whenever they were, like, married to some fucking choach bag. Yeah. Like, I love Nini's progression, because in her first episode, she, like, is asking, she's, like, tries to order mashed potatoes, and Greg's, like, don't order mashed potatoes. And she's, like, okay, and she doesn't get the mashed potatoes. To, like, now when she's, like, she's, like, Broadway star, (laughs) like, TV star, like, That white part, what was, like, white party, like never forget like <laughs> gays girls and, and girls gays, like yeah. some like the, the title of that party was longer than like my like bio on any like longer than my resume like you know like, it was like never forget like like literally like 9-11 never forget like yeah. not to bring it back to your old employment but like the like ridiculous and they're like it's so funny because they're just living out loud and like doing whatever the fuck they want and making a lot of fucking money doing so. Yeah. And the other thing, cool thing is like, I just, I liken it to football so much because it's like, I can be like in a baby shower and not be seen by people I do not know. But if the girl next to me, if I just mention housewives, then we are having a conversation. Oh yeah. I know. And, you know? and it is sports. Yeah. It's sports. It's like, here's this, like they need this person to be like the quarterback. Yeah. They need this yeah. person to be the, they need, it's literally like, literally like a fantasy league. Yeah. Like I love blah, blah, blah. Like I love Bethany. Like she's my favorite, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And it's like, oh my God. But like she was in this play. She was so horrible blah, blah, yeah, blah. Like, remember yeah, this yeah. game aka this episode yeah. she was the worst it's literally you can like and it's yeah. so, and like men hate that you can like 
make that analogy and it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Get out of here. Um, but I, I mean, I think we've gone on enough of a tangent about the Housewives. <laughs> then we should just do a whole episode about this kind of thing. <laughs> I, you are my people and I love this about you. Um, but back to Tanya Hardy, Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let's like get into it. What? Who do we like? Who do we hate? What's the deal? What are your thoughts? As Everything. curators, We're we definitely are. We we are pro Tanya and pro Nancy. Yeah, but I think when we first like when we watched the documentary, I had such a strong reaction because I only remembered Nancy. I don't remember Tanya at all. And then I watched this documentary, and I the documentary does a really good job. Mo- they couldn't interview Nancy because she was doing a different one, so they only interviewed Tanya. So it was just maybe the first time that people took the time to ask her questions beyond "Did you know." beforehand or whatever yeah. and like tell us about your like life growing up and so then you're you watch it and you're like oh i cannot believe like what this person went through and then you you kind of understand there are other factors and it's like a gr- does a great job of pointing out nothing's black and white there's a lot of gray area which nobody likes but like this is like what you like find when you like watch she was in an abusive relationship with her husband um all these like factors that played into what happened and so we got really passionate about the fact that at that point you could like the last appearance Tanya had made it was on like a spike TV program like we're judging the world's dumbest and that was like not right yeah <laughs> um, uh, and so then we started the museum I think from that place but then also realized you know like Nancy has been treated like pretty much garbage a lot of the time too she just had like a support system built in from when she was a kid um, but that's what got us like so passionate at first is Tanya and that's why it's so great this movie came out I Tanya and this is Tanya's year she was just on Dancing with the Stars she almost yeah. won um, she's got an Instagram now she has been able to see the uh, like at least somewhat of a shift in her perception by most people in this country that uh, even though it's like we always would talk about like what would this pa- be like if it happened now and I feel like it would be exactly the same. Everyone would have just like immediately chosen sides and like treated Tanya like uh, like crap. Um, the I don't big, think the big difference. Been a much I difference. think there would be like think pieces, and we would like slightly. Yeah, there'd would be look a few. at like she would have at least been able to read a couple think pieces about her that were like from a different point of view. But I honestly think if it had happened now, it still would have been the same thing. People would have just like uh, uh, either really liked her or hated her. Um, just even from seeing like when the movie came out, people like reacting to like her showing up places uh, after not seeing her for so long. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And also, like it feels like uh, the birth of reality TV. Yeah. You know, because like you like the story changed every day. They mm-hmm. had their like white trash girl. They had her their princess. You know, like catfight American one. When to it see was just it. like so salacious. Yeah, it was like, like it was so, just salacious. Yeah. so salacious in the best way. And we met the director who did the that documentary Net Bursting, and she was just like, we had to have a different box for every single day, and that's where we put like the news because every day the angle shifted. Every day. There's a different headline, you know, and it's like they were waiting, they were towing Tanya's car so she would come out, you know, it's just like that is like absolutely like the birth of it all, you know, and it's interesting to see like the progression and like and how like we feed off that. And people make fun of the story itself. Like there's this moment with the Olympics when Nancy shows up, she wears the same dress she was wearing when she was attacked as a way of like psyching Tanya out. And that was something that was like got reported on at the time, but everyone, you know, all the headlines were making fun of like the fact that outfits were like a part of the story. But that's no different than like other stories. I mean, that just because it's fun and it, like it's like you are interested in it doesn't mean it make it less serious. I mean, I think it's a totally valid thing that she did, and like, yeah, it's a part of the story that's like uh, the the drama of it is so high stakes. And like, why is that? Why does it make it stupid? Why does it make it like a joke? I don't understand that part where people are like, this isn't fun. I mean, it's like. 
it's an important story. I feel like, right? When it's also not like it's not like oh here's all these people like again like with reality TV it's like oh these are just people that are on reality TV and that's why they're famous like yeah so why do I care? But it's like this is like the Olympics like yeah, these are like you know what I mean it's like a big deal. It's not just these the, two literally people the that world. are just like famous for being on television. They're like famous for being athletes. Yeah, and yeah. And the world is watching. And like and representing like, the country. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's huge. And then um, uh, the pressure, the amount of pressure she's under, where she's like goes in front of the entire world, Tanya Harding, and was like, I'm going to land a triple axel at these Olympics, and then everyone will forget about all these bad things that like they know about me. And you just watch somebody just totally crumble under that pressure. Uh, and, and then they're not allowed to ever come back from it. It's, to me, a little unfair. And like our first mission with like the museum was like, I think people thought we were like, making a joke out of it and it's like there's no joke there left to make you know there's like tanya harding club sandwiches in every yeah. bodega you know like in the 90s and it's like so we we went in and we knew like these people are still alive you know they're going they like you know it's like it was so important to us like number one celebrate them as athletes because like the thing that like turned us on so much was like oh my god we had no idea that tanya had was like the first like american woman to do the triple axel it's yeah. like that is buried and it's like so we wanted to like celebrate those aspects and we wanted to like kind of nod to like the media blitz and like and like their kind of like view on the story and like just make it a hundred percent across the board like the only joke is that we're putting this up in our hallway you know yeah and we've like that's a thread we've carried out like with um like with the olsen twins it's like it was the same time fuller house was coming out and people were like um, well, how dare they? How ungrateful that they won't come out and be on that show. It's like they're they, billionaires. No, they don't they're billionaires. Anything. Like they, we, like they started when they were babies. Like they have given everything. They don't have to. Also, like it's they don't need it. Oh. Every other fucking person on that show hasn't done shit with their life. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna get mad. <laughs> I like love the Olsen twins more than anything in this world. And I tell people I was like literally on a date with someone that worked in fashion, and they said, "What is your fashion icon?" And I said, "The Olsen twins in 2007." <laughs> and this person laughed at me, and I was like. I don't know what. How dare they? What's, no, I literally was like, and in, in, in like, I was just like, I don't. Yeah. I, that's not a joke. Yeah. And he was like, um, what? And I was like, oh no, I'm dead serious. And they, it's so what like like and yeah, like oh they everyone's always like oh they're crazy they're this they're that oh my god they look so bad now they do this they do like whatever blah blah this and that and I'm like they are the f- the youngest self made billionaires in the history of the country. Yeah. And research their clothing line. There's not one bad thing anybody has to say about working with them, about anything. There's not, nothing that's like they steal designs, nothing like that. They didn't yeah. give their interns some water. They, oh, they own the worst thing, which is like kind of a great story. But like <laughs> the worst thing is that they were sued by some interns. And then one minor detail in the like lawsuit or whatever was that the interns were not allowed to drink water. But, you know, <laughs> you know Wait, drink your why? water at home. <laughs> I think it was just like they, the, somebody said we weren't even allowed breaks for things like drinking water, and then that was the thing that made it in. But maybe they didn't They didn't need the water. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe they were a little... <laughs> they didn't need it. <laughs> um, no, but, like, I, I'm obsessed. Like, I am obsessed with them, so it's, like, funny. It's just, like... And also, like... How dare whatever like they don't fucking care they're billionaires yeah do you think they care about what you're like the paintings that your friend did that are like all amazing and I wish <laughs> I could own one like wish that they were still not sold all sold like there's I'm, one left oh yeah. well might have to <laughs> scrape up the scrape up the coins for that um, but do you know what I mean like that's they're ama- it's hilarious and it also it's like so interesting that they are so young they were so young and they were so famous and like they were like as young kids being like oh no we're gonna like monetize this and like become really successful as little kids Mm-hmm. Or just the instinct like we're gonna do something cool. We want to be cool. I feel yeah. like it's like uh, respectable. M- yeah, I mean I love it. Like it, there's no part of it. It's like I want to be l- more relatable. I want you to feel like you can like just come up to me and talk to me. 
but like I would much prefer somebody who's like, no, I'm I'm actually like I'm really fucking cool. And more interesting. And the fact that they weren't condi- conditioned by their childhood where they like had to be like so like relatable ma- fan club, you know, yeah. appearances. The fact that they were like, okay, we're doing this until then, and then when we get to decide for ourselves, we are just we are going to um d- like uh hide it hide. We'll be hanging out with Grace Jones. Yeah, bye. You can't find us. You can't find us, Sorry. darling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What um, so I Tanya comes out and like I first discovered you guys from seeing you guys on like an a- ABC did like a two hour special on Tanya Harding after I Tanya had premiered and the first time that I had seen you guys was on that um, on that special. How was that experience? It was amazing. Like um, what I was so cool because they had just interviewed Tanya Harding. And so they were coming fresh out of that. And like, we've never met her. Yeah. And um, they, uh, right after the interview, they were like, uh, do you, they were texting with her. And they're like, do you know who Matt and Viviana are? And she was like, she's, they're my biggest fans. And we were like, yeah. Were you like yeah. freaking out? Oh, I would yeah. be like it dying. Like everything. It's just like she like was like cool with it. It's like yeah. cool, you know? And then um, they were like, uh, let's see if she can FaceTime with you real quick. And then so they asked her and she's like, I'm walking out the door. <laughs> so, oh. yes. It was like, that's exactly what you want to hear, though. Oh, it's it's like, no, yeah. Oh, it's so shady. full experience. It's so shady. Yeah. And then, like, during the press tour, she was supposed to be on The View. So, our friends Zenja and Diego got us tickets for it. And so, we, like, show up at 7 a.m. to go see The View. And um, they, uh, she did not show up. So, that was the second part of the Tanya yeah. Harding experience. Um, but. Oh, she's dodging. We now. were just so, <laughs> so, so thrilled that like the world was ready to like see it from this perspective and like a whole other generation is going to watch that movie and see Margot Robbie in a denim jacket and say, this bitch is cool. Yeah. Let me hear about it. And it's like, yeah, we just could not be happier. I also think that in, uh, for like in I, Tanya, when she says like, I'm like, she gives like a, a decent amount of speeches and they're like in, in like kind of narration over like what's happening. And she just said like, at the end of the day, I was fucking good. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? She's like, I was good at what I did and I fucking did it. Yeah. And like, fuck you. And Lavana's interviews and that was so good. She was like, she was um, like, twenty twenty one, yeah, yeah. It's just like Brandy, uh, you don't get drunk on flavoring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandy flavoring in her coffee. Oh, we love that. Um, but it was like cool. Like it was cool to get interviewed. Like, d- did you feel like that you got a boost in like in your like in uh in your popularity once that aired? I'm assuming it, yes. No. Yeah, we had some people come through. We put up like everything that we had from the collection up again, so that people could see like when the movie came out. We were thinking like oh, they might like an afternoon go see the movie and come here. And then um, it was just nice to yeah be uh, uh we do know a lot about. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nice to. We had like, new art made. Yeah. yeah, we like um we we put in some new installations and stuff. So we had like a a, re- a remix of the uh, reg- original collection. And we had already spent so much time in our lives just like the two of us screaming into each other's faces about how much we appreciated Tanya Harding. So then to be a part of a special that I think did not uh, really show her in a, the w- way she's been shown for years as like some like uh, lying criminal. More like a villain. Like, just yeah, a villain. They like just showed yeah. her like life was like, that was like really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right so it was kind of history. like, yeah, right? Like it was like ABC, <laughs> and also like ABC, not like some random like whatever nothingness, like, oh, yeah, like ABC, like, a- yeah. like airing it and it being like a huge, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> It's a cultural shift. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, we're going to wrap up, but 
I want to hear like what you guys are watching, what shows you really like right now. Like what's the deal? Like what, what are your opinions? What do you like? What do you not like? Cause I know that you guys are watching the same things that I am. All, all housewives that. all the time. Yes. We really think they should have like three going at all times right now. We just have New York going. And I think that's like, I honestly a travesty literally like put up, like opened up the Bravo now app. And I was like, there's not even a new below deck Mediterranean. Like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like was no, like yeah. I was like, what am I going to watch today? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I should have one airing every like, Sunday through Thursday. I Like, Sunday through Wednesday, I should have, like, new content. Housewives <laughs> is a lifestyle and yes. one that we've and all I'm, chosen to live. I'm living and it, yes. we need to, we need the content. Thank you. I watch The View every night, or I try to. I have a tattoo of Joy Behar, and I love her. It's oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Wait, can I see it? Oh, my God. We do, like, me and my one friend, Amy, will always do, like, Fred Armisen as Joy Behar. Like, so what? Who cares? Who cares? Like, we do that all the time. So the fact that you have her tattooed on your... Wow. Wow, 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 wow. He also has a uh, Joy Behar account called The Beehive. Yeah, it's makes sense, too. I helped son name it. Yeah. Um, I will need to subscribe to that. that. She's great to watch for anybody. I think... uh, I think she's just a she's great amazing. Guy. Everything about her, yeah. Everything she you says. don't have to sell me yeah. on it at all. Yeah. <laughs> so you watch the View, yeah. Um, and then I think also we're going back and watching right now old episodes of Celebrity Big Brother UK because they we just have not really had a, like a knowledge of it beyond Tiffany season, and some of them are um, great. We amazing. just Matt we're discovered Kim Woodburn, who is a superstar. Go home and Google her right this now. Is deep. You probably don't know who she is, but if you just type in Kim Woodburn and then watch everything that comes, so watch up, anything she's in. She's an icon. Yeah. What? What? Anything? Else, what other shows? What else are you watching right now? Um, I just watched The Keepers. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Dark. Yeah. Oh my God. Sister Kathy says. <laughs> do you watch? What else on Bravo do you guys watch? Do you watch Below Deck? If you don't, you should. I watch Southern Charm. He chooses not to, which I think is like. Yeah. But Thomas Ravenel's leaving, so it's maybe I'll get back into it. Yeah, I've never it. seen an episode. Yeah. And I just I'm like, I don't know. If I, I watch even it because care. Catherine Dennis is a um old world star. My friend Danielle once said her and uh Thomas were our generations. Um uh Liz Taylor and who was she married to? Oh my god. Richard, Richard Burton. Burton. Yeah. <laughs> Which I do agree with. I feel like I mostly I only watch a couple episodes, but I think it's proof that stress ages you because I don't think they'll have much stress in their life. And they're some of them are like what, like almost forty and they look like they're like 21 and they drink like more than yeah. anyone possible in the whole world so yeah. it's like, and like white people don't do well with that yeah. and so they, like, do, what's going they on? talk about the drugs they do the drugs they talk about the drugs but Catherine Dennis is like a new kind of like she like she had babies to be on the show yeah she, you know she, that's her commitment level and I can't wait to see where she takes it <laughs> <laughs> what um do you watch wait what are the other Bravo shows that I watch Below Deck, love. I watched a few episodes of Your Husband is Cheating on You. I liked that. Can I also say that she also watched the entire season of Bethany and Frederick? Oh, I did. <laughs> I did. It's a half season, darling. <laughs> and I had no other content, so I was forced to. And it was like fine, right? <laughs> it's fine. I worked on it for <laughs> well, all of one week. <laughs> uh, yeah. I worked on it for a week. I filled in for someone. And, and like, oh, every single scene that I did was in the show. So I was yeah, like, oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. You did a fine job. It was fun. First of all, they are both, like, he is the nicest human being in the entire world. World. Really? Letting you all know. Very oh, okay. Shocked. He is so nice. Oh, good. I, th- I love that scene with her and Carol. On that. Yeah, like just like getting coffee. Yeah. It's it's so like. When they bring other, it's like crossovers. Oh, cra- even yeah. Like when Allie McBeal had uh, the practice crossover. Yeah. It was so exciting. Yeah. Anytime a crossover. What? More um, crossovers. More crossovers. Give us like, is there one, is there any sneak peeks of like what we can see in the future? Is there anything that you guys like? 
we will we will figure that out soon yes. and it'll be so great so follow us on tm instagram or twitter or facebook yeah. at thnk 1994 we have a mailing list um and we'll, we're gonna announce it it's gonna be great and we're gonna figure it out and yeah know. so but like something yeah. good we want to you have to top we, this which is like really good this is that's Tiffany, the thing yeah. it's like honestly it's like like how do we how we can't top this you know so it's like crazy but like um, could but you, we will we're gonna but like couldn't you do we might need to talk after out, off off <laughs> mic because I have some ideas brewing. <laughs> we want to. We're going to do a summer exhibit with Pop Culture died in two thousand nine. We did our last summer exhibit with him. Yeah, he's great. If you don't follow him, you're uh, missing out. He's a genius. He's like twenty years old. He is literally the mind of our generation. No, uh, read any article on his blog. I think the most recent one too, because he went on his own, and then it was uh, published elsewhere. I think uh, maybe it's, I forget what what platform, but he on his own put together. A, a whole like web of ties between Harvey Levin who runs TMZ and this uh, lawyer who was uh, a lawyer for um, uh, I think Michael Jackson at one point as well as Bill Cosby and then uh, also has worked with Donald Trump including a plastic surgeon who did work on the Trump family the uh, the Hilton family and the Jackson family it's like a web uh, that he is like connected and it's all true it's all <laughs> it's research like, yeah. actually, he's like, so yeah. smart um, so yeah, yeah he's great follow him yeah he's so funny too yeah. and so where can people find you guys um, oh, uh, our website is thnk1994.com you can buy art merchandise get on that shop click list. on the shop tab because i've been um on it a lot and, <laughs> yeah, yeah need or, need to purchase <laughs> yes um and then our instagram is thnk1994 uh that's the same handle for twitter and facebook um and we're in brooklyn 1436 atlantic avenue um but we're, we're we're not open every day we're oh, during exhibits, so check it out. Yeah, check out our website. Yeah, go to the website and, and feel you'll free find to just out. DM yeah. us because, like, I mean, just just best thing is just DM or call us, and we'll tell you. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, we're any, a two man team here. Any <laughs> any final thoughts? Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, same. Um, uh, Tiffany Pollard invented the internet. Tiffany Pollard invented the internet. Yeah, yeah. and that's all you need. Put to Put that right? on yeah. our tombstone. Yes, yeah. we'll we'll do. <laughs> we'll, we'll do. Um, thank you both. Thank um, you, Vivian, for sharing your stories. And yeah, I guess that's really it. Um, if you guys want to find me, you know where to find me at the Crystal Rosa. You can find the show at Loud and Curious. Um, you can see my new blog, Attention Seeking Homebody, at attnsh.com. And um, yeah, you can see the show at loudandcurious.com. Yes, go ahead. Oh, our podcast is good for her. And we also oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us, like, yeah, tell us yeah. like, a, a, five okay, seconds. We, tell we, me about the podcast. Oh, we, our podcast is good for her. So we see, get like headlines and it's either a good for her, uh, a cut it out. Or not my business. We have a podcast with Robert Balkovich and Christopher Eifler, and you can get that on our website. Subscribe, and then um, we also have a Facebook group, and you can share things. It's the most relaxing place on the internet because you don't have to think. You're just like good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. yeah. Good for her. One of the three, right? It's like yeah. it's like red, yellow, green, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> good for her. Um, okay, perfect. And you, you can find that on the podcast app, right? Um, you find that on our website. Yeah, yeah. and then the podcast app and, and all the good stuff. Yeah. Got it. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Look for THNK1994. That's the key. Lobotomy Copy that. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's it. I guess. Thanks again. Thank you guys for Thank sharing you. your story. Thanks for having, thanks for having me. <laughs> um, and yeah, that's Thank really it. Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. bye. This episode of Loud and Curious was produced by me, Krista Rosa. My cover art photo and all the photos on my website were taken by Alyssa Timoteo. Cover art graphics and photo editing by Chris Moore. The boys from Remember Jones wrote and performed my theme music. Like them on Facebook and Instagram at Remember Jones.
next time on Loud and Curious. The way that you dress is like a sign of good manners. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I think. Oh, I really like that. Yeah. Wow. And Say I, that again. The way, this is not the exact quote. I should look at it while we're here. But um, just like the way that you dress is a sign of good manners, which I believe fully in. Because if I'm, if you're going to some kind of event, I feel like you are showing respect to the other people to put your best foot forward. Yes. To like go there not looking like a slob. I'm showing you that I respect you. Like. Yes.